When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We talk about celebrities on this show and My Talk, but then sometimes we bring us back from Hollywood, back to Minnesota to talk about real life things that affect us. Right, Bradley? Absolutely. And I'm super excited to welcome to the show Jason Amundsen from Locally Laid. You may have seen their products in our stores. Uh, But hopefully Jason is here to share with us what's going on with eggs in Minnesota and beyond, <laughs> why they're so expensive and hard to find. But first, Jason, thanks for joining us today. You are more than welcome. Unfortunately, I have nothing on uh, Tom Hanks and movie roles, but I will do my best with eggs. <laughs> That's great. You're the egg expert. Yes, We're hey, totally fine with that. I'm sure there are some celebrity chickens you can update us on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Wow. Now, Jason, can you, first of all, just before we get to the larger egg story, kind of tell people um, where you're at and uh, what brings you to the conversation about eggs in Minnesota? Sure. So my wife and I own locally laid egg company. Our eggs are sold in grocery stores in the Twin Cities on the Iron Range and um, in northeastern Minnesota and other parts of other states nearby, and along with a bunch of restaurants. Um, so we have roughly twenty to 22,000 chickens. Which in the world of eggs is quite small. Oh, that might sound like a lot of um, chickens. Yeah, but we are a blip on the radar in the egg industry. That is a lot of chickens. Well, what's? Let's just get right to the point. What is going on with eggs? Not only in Minnesota, but around the country right now. Why are they so expensive and hard to find? Well, I think that the the big thing that's driving it is avian influenza. So oh. just recently, I think approximately. Don't quote me, but basically 52 million chickens were culled due to avian flu. So there's just simply less eggs available. And when there's fewer eggs available, you know, just prices increase. Um, So broadly speaking, there is two categories of eggs. There's the specialty egg market, which is like organic and cage-free and Mm pasture-raised. And there's the commodity market. And the commodity market is essentially like the gas station eggs or the cheap eggs. So Basically, you're just seeing fewer cheap eggs available, which is affecting the price of all the other specialty eggs. Ah, so as the cheap eggs become less available, people, you know, try to replace them with the more expensive eggs, and they're already exactly. more expensive and probably right. getting expensive. And, and, and then, in, then in times past, the inverse is true, where if you can go to the store and buy a dozen eggs at, for a dollar twenty-five or a dollar. Well, why would you ever spend that kind of money to buy a four or five dollar dozen of specialty eggs? So when the prices for for commodity eggs or gas station eggs is really cheap, we see demand drop. 
Oh, I see. So that affects you as a small egg producer. Exactly. Yeah. So there are times when we're just drowning in eggs. You know, we've given all we can to the food bank and then, you know, what do you do? So it's, it's a hard game where no matter what you do, you're wrong. Oh, man. Well, how um, how long is this going to go on? Because you said four, 54 million chickens were called? Yeah. So I, I guess it's a great question. So when I think back to the pandemic, you know, whatever that was, the height of it, mm-hmm. you know, was it two years ago or the number was, there was incredible demand for, you know, I call it four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And that demand was temporary, you know, at a time when everyone's freaking out, there's no toilet paper, there's no eggs, right? Mm -hmm. So what you had was a constant supply at the time and a temporary jump in demand. Mm. This is different. This is the situation where it's structural, where there is incredible uh, lack of supply because of the, the depopulation of these barns, but demand is pretty constant. So these big companies, they're really... It's going to take them a lot of time to get more chickens back in into uh, producing eggs. It's just, I would say, six to eight months, maybe. Wow. My best guess. So if you're just joining us, we're talking to Jason Amundsen from Locally Late about the egg situation. Is Minnesota, you know, unique in any way as this uh, unfolds? Are we better placed or, um, you know, dealing with a bigger challenge for any reason? No, I don't think so. I, I think it. My understanding, I could be wrong, is that bird flu hits um, most egg producers pretty uniformly, and it's more often than not tied to the seasonal migration of waterfowl. So when uh, ducks and geese are passing past uh, these larger barns, that's when they can elevate the risk for avian influenza. So I don't think any one state is free from that. But there's other factors we can discuss also, which is driving prices higher, too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please. So the other thing that's driving prices higher is uh, feed costs. Um, we saw from 2021 to 2022, like a 40 to 50% increase in our feed prices. And those feed prices have not come down, especially with this war in Ukraine, uh, continuing to aggravate, increase the high prices for, for uh, grains. That's a driving factor. And packaging is another factor where we're getting all these price increases for packaging, cartons and boxes. And of course, you have to get them to your facility somehow, so that's expensive. Oh. Those prices haven't come down. So those are kind of the other factors which are keeping prices abnormally high. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, when you really think about all the different bits and pieces and moving parts that go into this, that's that's definitely uh, has to be a stress. Absolutely. Do you think, uh, Jason, are there any tips you would have for consumers right now when they're navigating, you know, the price increase? It's not temporary. There's going to be some structural issues that'll mean it's it's going to be around for a while. But any advice you would have? I mean, obviously, we want to support, you know, Minnesota producers whenever we can. I guess maybe give us your tips for the best way to do that, but also, you know, anything regarding uh, how to get our best value for money in this in this sure. moment. Well, I, I think if you look at eggs right now, yes, they're higher, and they're higher than what we're actually used to. But I think they're also, even though they're high, they are an affordable protein, um, especially in contrast to other forms of protein yes. like you know, beef and, you know, frankly, chicken now. So it's definitely there is some value associated with that. And, and I think the big thing that people need to look at is that this is temporary. This will change. Um, you know, any situation 
like eggs. It's a cyclical industry where um, supply increases, demand increases, and vice versa. You know, demand and supply decrease. So it's this never-ending cycle of change. So I get that, you know, at least for now, eggs are, you know, talk of the day and talk, and I get that, mm-hmm. but it's going to change. And I think come 12 months, 18 months now, people are going to be being, oh, my God, have you seen the price of Triscuits? They're just crazy yeah. because <laughs> the price of wheat has gone up, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And eggs are kind of back to where they were, were, were comfortable or used to them at. So, yes, it's high, but it's it's not a long-term source of alarm, I think. And how can we support you? Um, it looks like I'm looking at your website and on the where to buy section, there are tons of places within oh, yeah. the Twin Cities All over the Twin to Cities. buy your your locally laid egg company. Those eggs, can you, like there's Kowalski's it looks like. Yeah, um, Kowalski's and Cubs and the, and the co-ops are mm-hmm. some of the bigger um, stores that carry our eggs in the Twin Cities. So we're we're very appreciative of that. And it's one of those things where, you know, how can we say thank you back? And we th- we say thank you to the Twin Cities and, you know, basically all across Minnesota through doing our work in, with environmental work. We plant a tree with every delivery, so we're very engaged oh. that way. So we hope to build this, this cycle of thanks where we thank the consumer, the listener, for purchasing our eggs, and we, we give back to uh, planting trees on public land. So it's kind of a broader mission for us. I love it. And if you guys want to learn more about Jason uh, and uh, the farm, head to locallylaid.com and how you can support and where you can pick up their eggs. And Jason, I just have to ask you, is there like an egg piece of egg trivia that you're like, I just wish everybody knew this about? Sure. Yeah, (laughs) you bet. This will will blow you away. Okay. So here we go. Egg trivia. So (laughs) if you look at the side of an egg carton, you see the expiration date on it. Yeah. It's not what you think it is. Mm. It's actually the date of when the egg was grated and packed. It's not the date that it was laid. Oh. I Does that make any sense? That. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. So, so that basically it's the date that the egg went through the grating machine. Okay, here's the other quick question. Do we have to store them in the refrigerator? Because I just had a friend... Uh, she was in <laughs> Iowa and picked up a bunch of eggs from the Amish, I think, down there. And she sure. said they leave their eggs out on uh, the countertop. Yeah. What do you say? Well, that is a, a fantastic question. So the answer is it depends. So when a chicken lays an egg, there's a what's called the bloom. And the bloom is a natural protective coating that is put yeah, on top right. of the egg. So if you were to get the egg from your backyard chicken coop, you could put the egg in a carton and leave it on the counter. Most countries in the world do not wash their eggs. Now, it's different in the United States. So when you go to the grocery store and you buy eggs, you have to refrigerate them because they have gone through a washing process. And the eggs are washed, as I understand it, to help prevent the spread of salmonella. Mm. So the eggs that you get in the grocery store have to remain refrigerated because that bloom has been washed off. Good to know. We I have something. another question. Oh, sure, yeah. Because I've argued with people about this, and I don't know if I'm right. Well, Do eggs actually not go bad? They just dry up? Like, you shouldn't um, be paying no, attention? No, they don't go bad. I think, oh. you know, obviously the best way to know if it's gone bad is how does it look it's and smell. smell. Yeah. Oh, 
I didn't know. You thought they didn't ever go bad? I've heard that they just dry up and they actually don't go bad. Well, I will Um, say I've noticed eggs can go a lot longer than people think they can if they don't smell bad. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of goes back to that whole question of when did the egg get passed through the grading machine? Mm, Okay. So if an egg had been sitting in a cooler or in storage before it went through the machine Uh, for two or three weeks versus mm. an egg that arrived at the facility and immediately got graded. Mm-hmm. So I see. there's your extra two or three weeks. All right. Gotcha. Hey, Jason, we could talk eggs for hours. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with our listeners what's going on with eggs in Minnesota. We really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Absolutely. Again, that's Jason Amundsen from LocallyLaid.com. Learn more about where you can get their eggs uh, on their website. And um, I just thought it'd be fun to find out what's that going on. That was a on. great conversation. Go to Costco and they're like, limit one. Oh, you know, like you can only get it. And they go, oh, yeah. Anyway. Hey. I would advise when you go to LocallyLaid.com, go to the section that says, why pay more for eggs? Mm-hmm. And you will learn a lot. Oh, absolutely. You the, There's a lot to know about eggs, right? Yeah. Especially if you want good eggs that taste these, good. These are good eggs. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about, well, Dawn's going to tell us all about the Showtime and Paramount Plus merger right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's the last day of January. And um, that means. Yay. Bye. It's getting a little I'm bit so lighter. Done. At night and in the morning, which is great. Because it's not getting any warmer, though. Yeah, but that just means we have a little bit more to go because Groundhog Day is Thursday, and we're going to find out how much. I really don't care. I don't believe in that stuff. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. What? I love Groundhog Day. It's my favorite holiday. I didn't know that. I'm gonna it's be your favorite holiday? It's my second favorite. Halloween is my favorite, and Groundhog Day is my second favorite. Like above Christmas. Yes. New Year's. Yeah, because it's stressful. Labor Day. Yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah. Your birthday. Yes. Yes. Groundhog I love Day. It. Why it's do my you love dream. Groundhog? It's Day. my dream to report from Gobbler's Knob. Girl. I, it is. What does that even it's mean? One of my report. What would you report from Gobbler's Knob? To be first of all, there. where is Gobbler's? Gobbler's Knob is in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Oh, is that where Punxsutawney Phil is? Yeah, that's okay. where he is, and that's where they do wow, the whole ceremony. I'm learning something. Did you know this? Mike? I did. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. He did know that about me. Anyway, that's fascinating. Um. Yes. I, I feel like that's not a dream. It's a dream. Too big to dream. Well, I know. I want to make it happen. Get busy. I'll be actually what are you on for? Minnesota Live. Talking about this on Thursday. Oh my God! What you're talking about? Groundhog Day? Yeah, I'm going to be talking about five things about me. It's their segment they have. Oh my with God! Fabulous! How do we watch Dawn on TV? I think it's whenever that show is on. When is that? I don't know. I have to be there at nine thirty. Okay. Well, so I'm assuming you'll be on TV shortly thereafter. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I think it starts at nine. So anyway, I'm going to be talking about Groundhog Day. I, I'm learning something every day about this Anyway, morning. that's not why we're here. Why are we here? We are here because uh, last night, Showtime and Paramount Plus, it was released that they are merging together and they are rebranding themselves. Oh, okay. Okay. So if you had the Showtime app and you also had Paramount Plus, like let's say you had Showtime, like Hulu Plus Showtime, which is what I have. You don't have to do that anymore. It'll just be included in Paramount Plus. And if you didn't have it before, you're going to have to get it now because that's the way it's going to be bundled. And it's going to be more expensive, which kind of sucks. But do we know how much it's going to be more expensive? Mm, they are not saying right now, but it has to be more expensive. You know, they're giving you more content, the entire Showtime this is, catalog. This is like weird. What are they? How are they rebranding this? This doesn't make sense to me. Well, I'm sure this is all about money. The CEO, Bob Bakish, mm-hmm. he sounds like a big butthole because oh, he says, wow. he said the rumors are true. And I want to let you know that there are going to be uh, likely layoffs and don't be so sure you're going to have your job. I mean, why what? do you say he's, that right away? He's saying this to he the He warned, like, guess what? We're together now, and a bunch of people are going to be laid off or lose their jobs. That's because his grand plan is that he wants you to know that if you were really attached to any shows that were either on Showtime or Paramount+, Plus, okay, that weren't performing in the top 10% of viewing, they're done. Okay. So if you liked, he said right away, that they're getting rid of Let the Right One In, American Gigolo, and Three Women. Oh. They're no longer moving forward on that on their streaming service. Okay, I don't know those shows. Um, now the last one, Three Women, they've already completed their they their completed production, and they're being shot by other outlets. Okay, but he says that they are going to build on strengths and content that are franchise. Content like sure. shows like Yellow Jackets, Billions, Dexter, things like that. Yeah, that, so they're going to put all of their eggs in those baskets. <laughs> those locally laid eggs. Yes, those locally laid dot com eggs. So you know that's not good for when you think about all the people that are going to get axed. You think, oh my gosh, every person of the crew of those shows, all the I mean, not to the actors, but let's think about everybody that's involved in making a TV show. Yeah, and how. Bye. You don't have a job. Suddenly those people are like, oh, my gosh, no matter how hard I tried or whatever Mm -hmm. I did, I it wasn't good enough. And now I'm out of a job. It's sad. It's like, don't be so callous to talk about like saying that kind of stuff right away. It makes me very turned off. Okay. well, are you going to cancel your Paramount Plus subscription? I might. Okay. I mean, but I don't think it's going to do any good anyway. (laughs) I mean, it's not going to. Don't you hate it whenever you want to protest something? What is not do something? Any good? I don't know what you're Me saying. Me canceling my CBS All Act, I'm sorry, Paramount Plus, isn't going to do anything. This isn't going to hurt well, anybody these, but me, the people that are working yeah, on shows. It's sad to be sure, but these aren't any shows that you were particularly watching. I did uh, American Gigolo, Alexis Loved. Oh, okay. And I did like Let the Right One In because that's oh. a vampire show. We don't know how much this new service is going to cost us we don't yet but okay. that's i do it. love the paramount plus because they got the star trek they do star trek discovery yeah. and picard 
Yeah, I think they have the whole catalog. You've got Big Brother, you've got all that stuff. All right, when we come back, Julia Fox responds to an apartment tour she did live on the internet. We'll tell you about it when we return. You're listening to my talk 1071. We talk about entertainment, all things entertainment. Yes, and uh, we are Bradley and Dawn. That's Mike over there on the ones and twos. We got to talk about Julia Fox. Let's do it. You might know Julia Fox from the movie Uncut Joms. Yes, Uncut Joms. Or as Kanye's muse for a while. That's where most people know her from. Okay, she was the woman who was in a lot of outfits, (laughs) wearing next to nothing. Flash in the pan, hot five minutes, he dressed her up. Yes, he would dress her up like like a doll. She would have like five outfits a day. And we're like, who is this woman? Well, I kind of, for the first time, actually, I haven't paid attention to her that much other than like the ridiculous. I thought, oh my gosh, you're so desperate for attention and uh, your star to shine. I didn't even know she was in Uncut Jobs. So I just thought she was a model. Yeah. And she said some silly things and whatever. People had fun with her on uh, social media. I will tell you, she's a fun follow on the TikTok because she just kind of is herself and there's something adorable about it. Well, that's why I've decided after I watched this that I really, I really kind of am interested and I, I'm, I have some affection for her now. Right, why so? What's she doing, Well, first man? of all, her apartment, she gave a tour of her apartment on TikTok okay. and it went viral. And the reason why is because it's not... A huge penthouse. Okay, she lives in an. I would say because I've been in New York apartments, and I, you know, they're extremely small, and they're like three thousand dollars. So her apartment that she has right now is actually pretty big. It's a two bedroom apartment, okay, with a kitchen and a long hallway and yeah, so storage. Typical New York apartment. It's yeah. It's not. It's you know a little bit more than average. I would. It's probably like five to seven thousand. I would say a month. Okay. But um, she. We have a clip of her giving a tour of the thing about the apartment is that it was not cleaned up. She left. She just started filming. Again, she is just kind of herself. Like if you think she's trying to put on airs, good luck to you. She she's is literally not... just doing her thing, which so, is. Kind of refreshing. It is kind of refreshing. Here's a clip of her giving that tour, and you can find the video on our show links page. Okay, I never thought in a million years that I would do this, but I do believe in maximum transparency. And so I'm going to give you guys an apartment tour. And I know I'm going to get roasted and whatever, but hopefully maybe someone can watch this and be like, okay, well, maybe I'm not doing so bad. (laughs) Um, So we can start in my bedroom which is the living room so yeah i put my bed here in the living room and this is just my little bathroom it's very tiny but you know it does what it's supposed to do and this is my kitchen area don't judge me i know oh cotton candy machine i know it's really messy i also have shoe boxes in the kitchen which is very common for new yorkers this is valentino's room I put the most effort in this room, I think. I put a little loft, and I really wanted him to have a cute room. However, he does not hang out in here at all. He only wants to be in Mama's room. He, like, doesn't even sleep in there. He sleeps in bed with me. Yeah, we're co-sleepers. Sue me. I don't care. Anyway, that's the whole apartment. <laughs> so- oh, my God. That's adorable. <laughs> I also love that people roasted her for, co- quote-unquote, co-sleeping with her kid. Like, people do that all the time. Come on. Yeah. But that's please. just, like, the tabloids want to, you know, roast her for anything because... So, yeah. <laughs> and there were so many, so many things in between where it's, like, she's kicking things on the floor that are on the floor. Like, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. But not, like, hoarder 
like unsafe or yeah. she also talked about how they have mice and she's like we just we're fine with them though you know they do their thing and i really appreciate them because they eat all the little crumbs that my son drops oh so she God, also says not, well like as long as it's not like hazardous right i, mean, I don't want you know but disease. I, that but was kind of it's sweet. also a new york apartment so right i'm not surprised but it was like wow this is a celebrity and this is someone's apartment that you could just yeah, walk but it's into. expensive to live in it New York, is. and people have this idea of celebrity. Well, first of all, like a like a California celebrity is different than a New York celebrity, right? Right. New York celebrities are just kind of like they're trying to make it, in, you know, even ones like that, it's a lot of money seven thousand a month or whatever it is five thousand. I'm assuming, um, that's a lot of money every month. So yeah. she so she went on vacation and she's now defending her apartment because the comments were like, "Oh my god, don't you make like your your net worth is like well, 30 million." People don't have an understanding of what the cost of living is in places they don't live. And she wants to have her son have a normal life. We have a clip of her defending her New York apartment. Okay, so I really wasn't expecting my apartment tour to go so viral, and people are really freaking out over it. Um, But I just want you guys to know that, like, oh, first of all, I'm not worth $30 million, not even close. And second of all, um, I don't give a f because I don't need $30 million. What does one person need $30 million for? I've survived on a lot less, and I'm doing just fine. And, um, also, it's really not that deep. Like, this just happens to be the apartment that I took my son home from the hospital from. So, even though I could have probably afforded a bigger place, no, I don't want him to grow up and be like, the You oh, know God. what I mean? I want him to be in touch with the real world. I don't spend my money. I don't, I don't buy nice shit. And you guys are like, she wears thousands of dollars worth of couture. Borrowed couture? Jesus Christ, come on, people. And most of the clothes I wear are like young designers who are like just starting out. You know, I used to be like an aesthetic queen and like want my space curated perfectly a certain way. But then I realized there's more to life. I don't give a f- okay? I love I mean, yeah, this it's great. Like I said, it's she's kind of refreshing. Right? It's like there's more to life. I'm not going to spend my money just to please people or she's living she wants her kid to grow up in a normal way yeah, which i mean yeah new york child of julia fox normal is relative right right but i think her point is like she doesn't want to create a fake world for him to live in and she doesn't want him to grow up being a blankety blank yeah you know like a privileged kid who doesn't live in the real world she's like i grew up in the real world believe it or not so and she doesn't want to waste her money on things. She's actually oh, yeah. really smart. I always look at celebrities who are immediately moving to a big mansion whenever they hit it big. And I'm like, oh, no, your star is shining right now. But you don't know what is going to happen in two years, Jennifer Lawrence. So hopefully you didn't spend all your money and you invested it. Yeah, you know? exactly. So I don't know. I just thought she seems like a cool chick. Uh, and she's on TikTok. So you guys can follow her if you... Uh, I don't know if she's on like the other platforms if she's on Insta's. Yeah, whatnot. I I don't know. But uh, yeah, now I'm like, OK, she's not 
No, she like honestly, she's thought. very refreshing. Like I said, I think you know it's easy to react to her in a certain way, especially in and around Kanye West, yeah. because she was at a level in the media that people were paying attention, and tabloids were piling on, and paparazzi were you know everybody was going over her with a fine tooth comb because they're like, who's this lady who came out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. And we're all just like rolling our eyes because, well, <clears throat> I mean, she was dating Kanye West at a moment. Yeah. Right? That everybody was like, what What are you doing? Yeah. And I think she learned really quickly, like, that's probably not the direction I want to go in. <laughs> yeah. And so she moved on. And then people learned, like, oh, she's an actual 3D human being mm-hmm. who's not just the girl that Kanye West dated for a hot minute. That's true. So, right. like, when you actually see somebody who for, who, for whom they are, uh, you know, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, All right, thanks. Well, that was refreshing. Wasn't that? Yeah, yes, I learned something queen. about Julia Fox. Yes. Now let's talk about something that's super important to our station, and that oh, is Valentine's yes. for Seniors. I'm so excited. Valentine's for Seniors. What are you waiting for? Have you made your Valentines and sent them to us? Right. We need them because they are going to be distributed by Friends & Co., which is formerly Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, and this brings people so much joy oh absolutely we started off with like last year wanting just to get valentines for liz our elder friend who the morning show uh speaks with every tuesday so sweet and she is such a sweetheart and we know that she doesn't have she didn't have any kids she doesn't have anyone in her life really that would honor her on valentine's day yeah and and there are a lot of people just like her yes there are and this is the organization is so great because you know this is a group of people who are lonely for whatever reason. And uh, this kind of thing from a stranger, it, it makes not only their day, but their month, their week. I mean, look, it, human beings survive on connection with other humans. So the best thing that we can do is reach out to people who don't have people um, in their in and around their you know, their lives day to day. So like the more connections we can make with people, the better they're going to feel and the better you're going to feel. So get busy and make those Valentines and send them to us. Dawn, how do they do that? It's not hard. It isn't hard at all. Like we said, you don't have to buy them. You can make them. And I think that, or you can buy them if that's hard for you. Like if making making, seems like a challenge, just go buy something and write a nice little message, write a message. If you have kids, Oh my gosh, art project. This is great. Great. uh, Great to show them that you care. And how good it is to care about other people. Stick you, some gifts. Can you put gifts in there? Oh, you can get. Yeah, people put slip, candy in there. Slip some cash in there. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> I if you, you want do that. To cash. Uh, so anyway, go to mytalk1071.com. Uh, there's a little keyword section. You put in Valentine's, and you'll find the address to you'll actually send them. You'll be actually, I think, mailing them here, mm-hmm. and then we distribute them. So you, we'll save you the, you know, the like. Literally, it's super easy. You just are responsible for the card. Send it to us, and we'll make sure it gets to a senior who um, will be grateful for it. Yes, I can tell you that um, I, you know. Last year, I helped open the cards mm-hmm. and put them into piles oh, and different. Yeah. So I got a chance to read. I bet they were amazing. Lots. Of, we got 4,000. Wow. And I, you know, we were putting them into piles of 100 at a time. Wow. And the ones that were from little kids mm. were, I mean, I cried several times. Mm. They were so adorable. They're like, hi, my name is Toby, and I have a cat named Julia, and she's playing with my pencil right now. Just like things that. Your grandmas yes. would love to read, and some of them put their school pictures in there. Oh, and, 
Oh, gosh. And, and if you're just like sitting at your office and you want to do a fun thing that's like a team building thing. Yeah, get everybody in the office to do a card. Yeah, we would love that. So once again, mytalk1071.com, keyword Valentine. Fabulous. Well, give the gift of Valentine's to seniors, as Dawn said. When you come back, Mike is going to give us the gift of a game show when we return right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071. Uh, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Dawn McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. End of the show again? Yes, queen. Every day it, it happens. I know. She's I like, mean, oh my God. Same. I know. I need to stop saying that. It's like Groundhog Day. Oh, I love it. Okay, so we're going to play Game Show Roulette with Mike. <laughs> Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is indeed that time. We end every show the same way. Playing a little Game Show Roulette. I give the roulette wheel a spin wherever it lands. That is the game show we play today. So let's stop messing around and find out. Ooh, let's do it. Messing around. I'm going to win. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. You ready to press your luck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. money. No whammies. There you go. We're yeah. going to press our luck today. Yes. That is the game. So you guys know it well. We've played this one once before. It actually worked out better than I had uh, assumed it would, given Daytime. all of the moving parts back here. But again, this is legit so i'm actually using my own custom-made algorithm to, yeah so uh, he's not just you know deciding who's yeah. right or wrong he's actually using technology yes i am mm. so we're gonna start things out by of course figuring out how many spins you guys are each gonna have so again don do you remember this game i i usually you know yeah, I figure you, it out. you accumulate spins through a form That's of no. four questions uh-huh. so we're gonna have you each ring in if you think you know the answer if you ring in with the correct answer you get two spins if you answer it after i give you two additional questions you would get one spin uh it is more self-explanatory than i just did there it's all good we'll work it's through fine. it so yeah. you'll figure out how many spins you have you'll be good so all you have to do is know to buzz in if you know the answer to this question with your with name. your name that's how you ring in both first and last no you just need to say your first oh, okay don <laughs> stop, gets triggered please stop bullying i'd really appreciate if you stopped bullying <laughs> all right we'll get started things started here with this as we uh figure out how many spins you guys are going to have here before we get to the press your luck wheel we'll start it off with this again ring in with your name that is your buzzer which actor voiced both the lion kings mufasa and darth vader Dawn bradley trainer dawn was first dawn that is um Oh. oh my god. I'm it having It's okay. Take a breath and answer. Having... Come on. James Earl Jones. Oh All man. Right. Uh, Bradley, sorry. is it James Earl Jones, Morgan Freeman or Sam Elliott? Uh, James Earl Jones. That's correct. Two spins for Don and one for Bradley. Don, you. you get the two because you rang in and got the answer right. Thank so. you for giving me time because I just sorry. read something about Edward James almost. Oh. And so I almost? had that in my head. Edward, almost. Uh, Edward James almost and James Earl Jones. 
All right, moving on to the next one. Here we go. Who did Forbes name the youngest self-made billionaire in 2019? Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That would be Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Don, is it Kim Kardashian, Rihanna, or Kylie Jenner? It's Kylie Jenner. Oh, man. It is Kylie Jenner. Good job. Now, Don only gets one spin because she didn't ring in, so she gets three spins. Bradley doesn't get any spins because he got the answer wrong. Next one. What modern-day item made a cameo in the final season of Game of Thrones? Don McLean. Don. Starbucks cup. Was it a Starbucks cup, an iPhone, or a Dunkin' Donuts box? Starbucks cup. Nicely done. Dawn's up to five spins. Bradley's got two spins. And finally, which pop star is the godmother of both of Elton John's sons? If nobody rings in, that's okay. We'll just go to the answers. Nobody ringing in? Uh, Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Cher. Is it Cher, Madonna, or Lady Gaga? That would be Madonna. You're both wrong. Lady Gaga. Okay. Godmother of both of Elton John's John was so well, confident. I had Madonna in my head like, before Madonna. he said that, Cher, right. so I thought I surely was right. So here we go. We move on to the uh, old uh, whammy board right now, the uh-huh. old press your luck board. Don, you go there with five spins. Wow. That's good. Bradley, you have two spins. I mean, it's not nothing. But exactly. And at any point, Don, can you can pass spins over to Bradley. If Why you would get I do to, that? Because if you get to a certain, um, as soon as you hit a whammy, you lose all of your money. Oh, sure. So let's say you got to like, I don't know, $7,000 and you had three spins lose. left. You don't want to lose the that. big bucks. You would no send it over to Bradley right. and you would force it. him to now she potentially lose. Oh, that's great. There you go. So let's get this started <laughs> here. Again, this is, uh, there's actually a lot going on over here. So I need you to tell me when you want this to stop. Okay. Are you is ready, Don? Yes. Okay. We'll get the whammy going and you tell me when you want it to stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. 3,000 and a spin. Whoa. Whoa. That is the highest you can acquire. So you oh still have goodness. five spins and you have $3,000 right off the bat. Okay. What would you like to do? You're going to keep pressing that luck? Press my luck. There you go. She's going to press her luck. And stop. Tell, oh, sorry. And tell me when to stop. Stop. Whoa, what's happening? There it is. Ah, Wait, you lost. I know you did. Sorry, we had a technical uh, Oh my God, glitch, my instincts told me that other stop. That other stop yeah, would have well, done it. instincts you know. didn't do you any good this time. Do it time again. Spoiler, uh, that actually wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah. Um, uh, I know how, I know how the sausage is made back here. So um, go ahead and uh, let me know when uh, you still have five spins left. Or, okay. or, uh, four spins left, four excuse spins. me. Four Don't spins. Okay. Spins. I won't give you extra spins unless you earn them by playing the whammy board. Okay. Uh, so here we go. You have four spins. Bradley has two spins. And right now you have zero dollars and one whammy. It's fine. Here we go. You tell me when to stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. It is, uh, whoa, $1,000. There you go. Right. Wow, Sorry, you can, can pay a bill. Yes, 1000 bucks. There you go. You <laughs> yeah. got back. That's good, though. You got back yep, at it. I got it. back on the board. Money. There you go. Okay. You got 1000 bucks. Press my luck. And you're going to press your luck with three spins. Okay. Yeah. Set the board off uh, here once again as we reset everything. All right. Go ahead and tell me when to stop. Five hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. Now you can really go shopping. You are at fifteen hundred bucks with yeah. two spins left. What Bradley also has two spins. Money. What are you gonna do this I'm time? I'm gonna press my luck. You are gonna press your luck Whoa. once again. 
So dangerous. Would there ever be an amount you don't press your luck? Just curious. I don't know. I don't know. We'll I think find she out. just wants it all. All right. Go ahead and tell me when to stop. Stop. $1,000. Oh, my God. So much it. money. How do you do it? I shouldn't say dollars. 1,000 BD bucks. That's so what we play for. So what's my total? You are currently at $2,500. You have one spin remaining. Mm-hmm. Bradley has two spins, which he will have to take. Uh, and any spins that are passed over to him, he will uh, have to take those as well. I will press my luck. You're going to press your luck. All right. This is big here. I Let's hope she doesn't uh, get any whammies. That would be uh, unfortunate. But we Are you set? Yeah. Uh, the question is, you, you're ready to go? Are you ready to go, I am Mike? ready to go. Okay, just want to no, make wow, sure. Wow, she's getting real, Thank you. real. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, here, here we is. go. Tell me when to stop. Stop. $2,500. Doubled you. you. <laughs> Doubled your total right there. You're at 5000 That's amazing. That I think is you should keep going. A heck of a run. I don't she's have any more spins. Out of spins. Oh, she's out? She's out. Wow, you did a great so job, now honey. it's Thank your you. turn. Okay, fun. Well, hey, look, it's all icing on the cake. I can't win anyway, right? You yeah, absolutely you can. There's a 4000 wedge. There's a 3500 end to spin. There's wow. 2000 end okay. to spin. There's right. lots of things out there for you. I want to spin to all win. All right. He is going to spin. Uh, Bradley, go ahead and tell me. Big bucks. No whammies. Big bucks. No whammies. Stop. $2,000. Yes. He still has a shot with I'm one gonna spin kick your left. Well, now he's getting mean again. No, one spin. How are you feeling bullied, Don? We got one more? One more spin. Yeah, okay, so how much money do I have to win? You have uh, $2,000 right now. $2, you need to get at least a wedge that has an extra spin, which those are out there, or you need to get uh, $3,000 or more to win. And there is a four thousand thing up. There's there? a four thousand end okay. to spin. There's right. a five thousand. Actually, I just noticed. Oh, I thought you said three thousand was the top. Nope. There's a three thousand plus a spin. There's a Why four thousand, a five thousand. Does it matter? You have no spins. It's I thought three thousand was the top. Anyway, win. go 3, on. Three thousand is not the top. So there is a possibility here. Maybe if you paid better attention. <laughs> I heard him say it. Here we go. Are you ready, Bradley? Yep. Your final spin. Big bucks, no whammies. Again, to set the stage, Dawn is at $5,000. Bradley is at $2,000. Why are and you making me stare at myself? This is the <laughs> final spin. Tell me when to stop. Stop! 75, excuse me, <laughs> $750, Dawn wins! Oh, my God. I really would have made up. I thought you were going to say $7,500 <laughs> or $75. When, when I said it was uh, <laughs> 5000 was the highest, I better not have dropped to $7,500. No, Dawn, you win! Yay! Congratulations! Yay! Is she, are we tied yet? No. Uh, overall, let's see the close. overall here. No. But again, congratulations. I think it's close. Well done. I think one behind. Um, we got to figure this out or here. You won that one, so that puts it at... Oh, excuse me. <gasps> Ten to nine. Look at you coming up from behind. Ten wins for Bradley, nine wins for Dawn. But don't worry, we don't have winners and losers. You guys know the drill by now. Right. There's only winners and consolation prize rice winners. I want rice and roni. Bradley, you're going home with this. And Hannah Mexican model 240D slides the test. Come to forward style handset control, super bike force, television. A slide projector? A Hannah Mex slide projector. Oh I'm so excited. Are you coming over to my house later for uh, vacation Tacos? films? Yeah. And Tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Remember your. Oh, that's tomorrow. No, I'm yeah, making tacos. Tomorrow's sauce. Tonight's sausage night. I sausage think party. I'll let you guys do that on your own. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll come over on Taco too. 
Wednesday. Taco Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, we do things differently. Okay. Hey, Mike, thanks that for another fun game. Game. Yes. Bucks, yes. No whammies. Yeah. When we come back, well, actually, uh, we're not coming back because no. Lori and Julie are going to take over like they do every day at 3 p.m. right here on My Talk 1071. Don't forget to join us in the morning. I'll be on at 8 o'clock with the morning show to yes. uh, play out the My Talk Awards. Fingers crossed that we do well. If not, Dawn, it's going to be up to you on Thursday. Okay. And uh, we'll be back then on the air at noon here on My Talk 1071. Any other advice for the people out in uh, Make Believe? Oh, cover your face. Yeah, it's please. It's very cold. Cover all your body parts today, yeah. please. Keep them warm and cozy. And we'll see you in the morrow. Bye. Bye.